I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, we're recording. Recording, everybody. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. Where together we'll uncover what we can learn about modern dating, love, and relationships from popular television. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And we're talking insecure. Because why not? (laughs) Yeah, because all you were watching. What? I know. I've been seeing the think pieces all over TikTok. Like, so insecure, guys. We were wrong. We're back on it. Five years ago. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Shout out to Netflix, who has insecure now. Yes. Um, So, yeah, everybody's back in, Mm rewatching. Uh, Mm -hmm. For the millionth time. As I was watching, I was like, I've seen each of these episodes at least four or five times. Yo! (laughs) I was watching episode three and I was like, I know the lines. I know the cues. Yes, yes. I know the joke that's about to come. Yeah. Oh my God. I watched the Coachella episode. I think I told you, I watched the Coachella episode like two weeks ago just (laughs) because. I was like, what episode is that? Episode three or season three, five? Put that on just for kicks and giggles. Oh Oh my God. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited to be mm-hmm. watching. We, we, you know, we debated a little bit where we should start, whether we yes. start at season one or whatnot. Um, and I, I will say, friend, I'm I'm conceding. I think season three was a great way to go. Right? It was. You yes. Know, you could see everyone. Unlike yes. season one, it was in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> not great. The not budget great. was a little lower. Yeah. The <laughs> we're here on the uh, i would say one of the better written seasons is mm. season three okay um i think the themes in this season are really great yeah. and some of the themes are from our real lives i think it's really yes awesome. it's a great yeah season. very it's very much aligns um yeah this season we see just a lot of relationship complications. We got old flames. Daniel, he's here. We got yeah. new flames. Nathan, he, this is where oh Nathan God. begins. Oh uh, Molly starts a new job. Issa yep. quits her job. Tiffany's mm-hmm. pregnant. Molly's in therapy. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's like very, I would say, very aligned to where we're at in our life with friends mm-hmm. getting pregnant, people quitting jobs. Mm-hmm. A lot of career mm-hmm. stuff is happening. All of us are in therapy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's a great, it's a great season, I think, for us to discuss or to start at. So. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm happy. I'm very happy. Yeah. I'm like grinning from ear to ear as I'm watching. I'm like, oh God, I love oh my, my job. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Oh, I want to create something like this with you. Yes. So yes. bad. Yes. So bad. Yes. I don't know what I'm doing. If y'all don't know Natasha's the writer, and if y'all don't know Natasha's that bitch, first of all. <laughs> and then if y'all Thanks, don't friend. Know, <laughs> 
Natasha is definitely like the screenwriter. She knows how to do all that. Maybe I'll help with like the casting and the wardrobe. I'm not really sure what my position is. What your role is. <laughs> EP. EP. Yeah, EP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes I, yeah i oh love this God. show so much i definitely same i want the new york version of insecure so bad. we've seen it tried and you know we had harlem we have you know what i oh. forgot i never even watched this show but i was looking it up recently it, i think it was called run the world it was also yes. four girls in harlem. i heard that that was okay i heard it was heard decent it, too yeah, yeah. I, it's better than harlem that's for goddamn sure <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I missed that one. I haven't watched that. But yeah, yeah we're overdue for like a like a high quality, like HBO backed, like yep. Yep. black girls in New York or the Northeast of some sorts. Yes. Show, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'll take DC. I'll take a, a DC. DC a Philly. A yeah. Philly insecure would be amazing. That'd be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah that'd be good. Um, so, but yeah, anyways, one day we'll, anyways, we'll get yeah. to work on that for you guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So this episode, we're talking episodes one through four of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, friend, what are your initial thoughts? Yes. What are you excited to talk about this episode? This episode. So mm-hmm. the one of my favorite parts about this show is the show within the show. I just want to say that's one of my favorite parts about the writing on this mm. television program. Mm-hmm. Also, the people who star in the show. I forget which season it was, but the one that Portia was in. Incredible. Oh, my God. Portia what, did have a little <laughs> cameo <Portia was laughs> or played somebody the in the show. Yeah. Um. And then all the cameos. Don Richard was in the first episode of this season. Don Richard. Uh, she was from Dandy Kane, girl. You oh, my God. Dawn. Yes. Yeah. I wrote her down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I see you, Dawn. Oh, my God. Yeah. Love it. Um, just I love all the cameos and all just the nods to blackness in the show and the mm-hmm. amount of lessons that are within the show. Mm. And one of I think the best takeaways is the uh, just the themes that are within each episode. The last episode of the segment that we're about to do, there's a whole episode dedicated to LA. And mm-hmm. that's something that Harlem, like that show Harlem, is mm. missing. Because yeah. it doesn't feel like Harlem. That feels like that show could be anywhere. Yeah. Like it's filmed on a Universal Studios lot in LA or something. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, and it's just so obvious that nobody who was in that writer's room was from, I would say, even the state of New York. <laughs> like nobody had even <laughs> taken the Metro North. Oh, um, <laughs> and... Uh, even episode three, I think the reason why I was so obsessed with episode three is because of the theme of career within that episode. Yeah, there was, um, a moment with Daniel and Issa that we'll get to that I thought was actually pivotal in their relationship and their understanding of their, uh, their place in their relationship and their gender. Cause I think they were having a little bit of a masculinity, femininity moment, the whole okay. episode and it really mm. came to a head at that dinner it was really interesting mm, mm-hmm. um and yeah that's exactly what i'm excited to talk about is the men on this show the this is yeah. some of the best writing of men we've ever seen yeah. ever yes. in yes. television ever. yeah 
I agree. Um, we get an introduction to a man who is open about his mental illness. We get an introduction to a man who is closed off about his toxic masculinity. We have another man who is displaying a lot of toxic masculinity, um, Torian, and um, mm-hmm. even them and their workplace dynamics and how they were written. It's just, uh, it's so good. It's so good. So I'm excited to talk about that. Mm-hmm. What are nice. your initial thoughts, friend? Um, okay, so my thoughts. I I'm a Daniel fan. Not gonna lie. Are you? I'm a fan of Daniel. I am. I <laughs> you look shocked and dismayed. I am. I am shocked. Oh. I I like Daniel. I think he has passion and drive, which Lawrence was lacking. Mm. I think both guys, <laughs> both men were plagued with pride. And I think yeah. Issa, yeah. through Daniel, she got to really encourage Daniel in a way that she didn't really do with Lawrence. So it's like she almost got to like try again. Because yes. we see yes. Daniel getting down about his career and his artistry and all that stuff. And she got to really boost him up in a way that with Lawrence, she was just tired of his bullshit. So she didn't really get to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I will get into it. My my feelings with Daniel and Issa and all of that. Mm, um, okay. I yeah, I, I love Issa. Trust me, I love Issa. Issa's just messy as hell. And I think her messiness yeah. comes out even comes out the most with this whole Daniel situation. I think yes. yeah. she knew he'd be there for her. She wanted comfort, mm-hmm. she wanted stability. Um I don't understand why she couldn't turn to family or a friend, a girlfriend for that. Why drag Daniel along? Because he clearly has feelings for you. Why do this? It's just choosing mess for no reason. Why? Why are we doing this? No reason. Just to just to feel something. Just to yeah. Just to spice it up. <laughs> just to spice it up. Yeah. And he has feelings too. And it's like you can't get mad when he then starts to getting his feelings and might say things that hurt your feelings because he's hurt is hurt it's a hurt mm-hmm. person hurting another person and so mm-hmm. that's why i have mm-hmm. like empathy for daniel um mm. not excusing you know how he spoke to her and all that stuff but i feel mm-hmm. i feel it i feel like he's kind of like a casualty in Lisa's messiness um absolutely right yeah. um mm-hmm. and then nathan yeah, all my thoughts are about the guys. And I, I agree. I think mm-hmm. Issa and the writer's room, they do such a good job at like writing w- really well-rounded men. Mm-hmm. And it's clearly mm-hmm. a woman-focused show. So they can very easily mm-hmm. just like make all the men terrible and like yes. <laughs> make them look like shit. Make them like or, sex in the city. Like yes. they're good or they're bad. Right. Like. <laughs> very like black yeah. and white. But mm-hmm. they create these men to be very where there's like people who are like Team Lawrence, Team Daniel, Team this and that. Mm. Oh my How, god, the blue shirt emoji belongs <laughs> yeah. to Jay Ellis. Yes, copy TM. Right, Jay Ellis. right. Yes. <laughs> um, but you, you can have really nuanced conversations and full on debates about the men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that it's not so black and white. And they give us the men give us a lot to talk about on top of the women who already give us enough to talk about. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, Nathan. So we get introduced to Nathan who, um, I just love his introduction into Issa's storyline. He's kind of like, and this is before it gets serious because we soon, you know, later in the season, we Mm -hmm. learn his mental health issues and this and that. Um, but 
yeah, he gets introduced. He's very light. He's very fun. Um, mm-hmm. This to me is more what Issa needed all along, not Daniel. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> Daniel was just just creating mess. It's old history. It's just baggage. Yep. It feels messy. And mm-hmm. I love how they introduce Nathan's character and he kind of comes in at the perfect time, you know, right when she's leaving her job, right when she's moving to a new apartment, right when there's a lot of newness mm-hmm. happening in her life. And now here comes mm-hmm. this new, you know, fresh, you know, person into her life. Um, and I'm very excited for next week's episode. We go into the Coachella episode oh, where we God, see her and Nathan in all their glory. Just so cute. Oh, yeah. Um, and what I'm excited to talk about this episode. Um, so Molly and Dro. Joe is really like season two, but we get a little bit of Dro in episode one. Was. Yeah. I forgot he was it's still just mm-hmm. by the wayside. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I even like that too. Like I totally forgot Joe. Like his whole introduction was in season two, but we see him kind of get like carried on, like dragged into season mm-hmm. three. And even for us as a viewer, it feels like, oh God, just dragging yeah. Dro and his mess into this new chat, like, ugh. So I love yep. how they kind of nip yep. him real quick in like episode one, two, he's gone. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> what I want to talk about with Molly and Dro is um, can you be friends with a fuck buddy? We see can Molly. Be friends with a fuck, fuck buddy. buddy. Yeah, buddy's in the name. So technically you're supposed to be. Technically. Yeah. So we see Molly and Dro kind of like rifle through that um but i want to have that discussion Mm -hmm. like can you Mm -hmm. actually because he's trying to be friends with her and she's like nah nigga no and is he in the right is she in the right like what is it um so that Mm -hmm. i want to talk through and then um the other thing i want to talk about is again back to Issa and daniel um why do we keep exes around there's some of us who kind of cut off exes completely. Mm. Once they're done, they're yeah. dead, you're done. But there's a large portion of us, <laughs> I would say probably more the, the larger percentage, I think, of people who yeah. keep exes in the ether, either on good terms what? or, for, you know, keep mutual Ooh. friends or whatnot. Like, why Why do we do that? Why do we keep exes around? Why is it so hard to cut off Ooh. an ex? Um, how's the way to go about it? All that good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. How about you, friend? Anything you yeah. want to talk about this episode? Not it's, it's specifically. I mean, the Dro thing, I actually also picked up on that. So I'm excited to talk about that. Um, mm-hmm. because he is, I think even the way he, his like five lines are written is that of somebody who is Polly. Mm-hmm. Like he truly is mm-hmm. somebody that. Mm-hmm. Like, that really is somebody who's poly. It's not, he's not trying to fuck with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and even Molly, you know what? This is what I'm excited to talk about. Oh. This is a one singular moment, but I'm excited to talk about okay. it. I'm excited to talk about Molly not bringing up Dro to her therapist. Oh. Why on earth mm. are people paying <laughs> for therapy? And lying. And you're not going to tell that bitch nothing. <laughs> And you, you just go sit there and complain about your job. Right. Like you do with your friends. Right. Why would you do that? I'm excited to talk about that. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that, why people are paying for therapy and lying and wasting their money, complaining about work when you can go to happy hour and do it with your friend. Exactly. I can't. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Oh, my God. Um, so, yeah. Very excited to dive into the recap, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but first... There's yes. some things happening in there are. the world. 
uh, rest in peace to Angus Cloud. What the fuck? Peace, that Angus. I can't believe so that. So sad. Really sad. Oh, my God. He's 25 and his father just passed yeah. away last week. Yeah. So yeah. that's wild. Um, and I read something just earlier that they have like the 911 call. Um, his mom calling no. about. No. Yeah, about a possible overdose. So, oh no. Yeah, really, really sad. Very, very unfortunate, especially how young he is and how he is literally. I read something today. He's like the soul of Euphoria. Something about Mm. his character just kind of like grounds all of us as we're watching the show. Yeah. 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 Really, really sad to see someone like a very young, budding star in Hollywood just be taken out. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. And then also really sad to know if it's not confirmed yet, if it's an overdose or drug related or what, but Mm -hmm. the number Mm -hmm. of actors struggling with Mm -hmm. drug abuse who are on Mm -hmm. euphoria. Mm -hmm. Did you read about that? It's almost, it's a lot. It's like a glee. Yes. Oh God. Glee was, Oh God. Glee was, was, (laughs) he was dark, yo. (laughs) For a happy go lucky show, yeah. them people was going through it on that yeah. set. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they really were shit. But um, Euphoria too. I, I had to look up his name. The actor Dominic Fike. He was in season two. He was Rue's like new friend, the new friend that oh, she was like doing yeah, drugs yeah, with yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. You saw how he came forward and was you know you know did an interview talking about he was pretty much high on all kinds of shit and abusing drugs during. Pretty much the entire filming of Euphoria. Yeah. You know what, Sam? Sam? Sam. We need to to get it together, Sam. We need to get it together, man. We got to figure this out. Okay? Zendaya can't be the only one being taken care of. Because Sydney Sweeney was talking about she was broke. Okay? We need to to figure this out. Barbie Ferreira said she walked off the set. We need to figure this out, Sam. We got to figure this out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that, that yeah that was crazy when i read that and i always said what? i think i talked about it on this episode or on this show or maybe i was talking about this with nate i don't know but um my <laughs> biggest issue <laughs> you know i used to be talking i don't know who or where y'all are getting the real <laughs> natasha you don't know if it's her husband or this show or the show <laughs> y'all y'all are are I did this. <laughs> but i said my biggest issue with euphoria season two love that mm-hmm. show up and down but my biggest issue with season two was that character Rue's friend something about him never sat well with me he was too cute Mm. he was too pretty he was playing the guitar and then Mm. shooting heroin and something about it looked very (laughs) glamorous and I felt as Mm. I was watching the show I felt myself as a parent watching and being like this is glamorizing drugs and then to read that he was actually abusing drugs while filming the show I was like I knew it there was something I didn't something sit well with me in my spirit with that actor and that damn and that character the actor and the character both of the two of them yeah everybody everybody (laughs) that was my biggest gripe of season two oh my god Wow, so that's wild to me because Sam was yeah. a drug abuser yeah. at one point. Yes, the show is so. Why is he life. like I having people shoot up on set? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Sam, it's really yeah. Now seeing Angus Cloud's like passing, yeah. it's gonna bring a lot of a lot of investigation, a lot of think pieces yeah. about the future yep. of Euphoria and what the hell's going on on set, especially after the idol mm-hmm. and all the allegations about that set being a nightmare. Like, 
Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's not good. So rest in peace. Really sad. Was not that was a shock. Um, Mm -hmm. And then in other celebrity uh, news, I guess Cardi B Mm. (laughs) is wilding out, yo. Cardi, she's not. She's not at all. She's not. I mean, at she's all. doing her. I guess that's what she does. She's no. I would do that same shit. What the fuck are you doing buying a front row ticket to my show and then throwing a drink at me? So here's the thing, though, because I saw a new video. Oh, tell me. So oh, okay, tell me. Before the microphone incident, Cardi was asking people to throw water on her because she was hot. There's a you can watch more footage right before the throwing incident where Cardi's mm-hmm. on the mic telling people splash me with water, splash my punani, like going in and on, splash me with water. And people were throwing oh. water on her because they're in Vegas. She's hot. She was egging it on. This particular person, I guess, threw it at her face. And I saw another angle of someone in the crowd filming the girl as it happens. The girl immediately like, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I guess she didn't mean to like literally throw it in Cardi's face. But Cardi was oh. asking people to throw water on her. Oh. And that's the part of the video that we serious? ain't seeing. And she, people with the oh. there's other videos of people throwing water at her. And she's like, yes, yes, it's hot out here. Throw it on me. Throw it on me. What? Yeah. Oh. So the full story is starting to come out. So that's why I say Cardi oh. is wildin'. <laughs> oh, Bell Calise. <laughs> babe. You see? <laughs> babe, Bell Calise. I was just listening to you this morning, babe. Mm, don't be doing this to me. Don't be doing this. Don't be doing this to me. I am Barty Gang all day. Don't do this to me. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Oh, no. So we can't. Oh. I mean, come on. Come on. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was just, <laughs> I was just talking <laughs> to our friend Eloise about how people are wilding out, con- like wilding are, out with like throwing shit at celebrities. <laughs> like, this is the thing now. Harry Styles got like, knocked in the face. <laughs> BB Rexiga was in the hospital. Somebody threw a phone in her face. <laughs> Yeah. Somebody threw their ashes, their mom's ashes at Pink. I heard that. What the heck? And Pink was like, what is this? Excuse me. Don't throw dust at me. What is this? (laughs) (laughs) Your mama's dust. I didn't ask for this. People are wilding oh out at concerts. <laughs> Absolutely wilding out. I don't know. Two years inside did not do us good. No. It did not do us any good. People don't know how to act. People <laughs> do not know how to act. Nope. Nope. Um, but yeah, Miss Cardi, love you, girl, but we got to figure yes. this out because oh, that was her second dear. microphone throw of the week. I don't know if you saw the first yes, one. Yes, it was. Yes, of course I did. Yep. Party gang all day. Yep. Of course I did. She <laughs> threw a microphone at her DJ because you cut her off or some shit. And then she oh launched one at a fan who threw water on her at her request. So that is oh, confusing. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. And I think I read something like we'll the, they're pressing charges on her or some shit. I know they are. Sure they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Stay safe out there, y'all. Stay safe out there. Just be regular. <laughs> just be. Just, just act just normal. Everyone. Everyone, yeah. be regular. <laughs> please. Cardi, if you're listening, God. please. Uh, anyways, shout out to the Patreon crew. It's popping on Patreon, y'all. Patreon. We are this week. It's hometowns on The Bachelorette. We got three out of mm-hmm. the four hometowns are black. 
That is a milestone. That is a record. We have never seen that Mm -hmm. ever in the history of Bachelor Nation. So we're talking Mm -hmm. uh, Bachelor Hometowns on Patreon this week. Um, We're also dropping a little bonus episode talking Love Island. Love Island UK is coming to an end or came to an end. I'm still catching up. Came to an end. Yeah. Yeah. Came to an end apparently yesterday, I think, as of recording. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we're also going to talk about Roni, Real Houses of New York. And yes, a ma'am. Episode on those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, if you want to listen to this episode ad free, if you want to watch us, if you want to hear any of that bonus content I just mentioned, join us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. We have tons and tons of bonus content that goes out every week. It's a good so time. Much. We have like 700 posts or something crazy. <laughs> we have so many things on Patreon. We do. We do. And here on the public feed, you get one episode a week, but on Patreon, you get two more plus video Mm -hmm. if you want video, plus, you know, live streams, all kinds of good stuff. So head to patreon.com slash two buck girls, one rose, become a member of the Rose Garden, our Liddy, five Liddy. Well, I had like a brain fart. (laughs) Our Liddy, five Liddy. (laughs) Patreon community. Mid phrase. I I was like, Liddy, what am I saying? Um, and you can also try out a Patreon membership with a seven day free trial. Um, mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash two black girls one rose. Please mm. remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Hit the subscribe button yes. so you never miss an episode. Write us a nice little mm-hmm. review. Tell us how you, mm-hmm. how you think of us and the show and how's it going. Um, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, find us on Instagram, tag us in your stories, share us with the world. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we dive into Insecure season three, episodes yes. one through four? Bless. Do Let's it. do it. Um, okay, quickly, I'm just going to give some context where we're at because we, mm, we're jumping in the okay. middle. So season one, we meet Issa. She is with her boyfriend, D- Lawrence. They've been living together, been together five years. Um, mm-hmm. Issa, we basically see her in season one moving on from Lawrence. And she mm-hmm. cheats on him with Daniel, who is her what-if guy. So a guy from her past, yep. think, from high school or college that... You know, they always had like college. a always had a little thing, but never, you know, did anything yeah. about it. And mm-hmm. she full on cheats on Lawrence with Daniel. So that happens. In the recording studio. <laughs> in the studio. Yeah. On the couch. And wow. yeah, Lawrence finds out and obviously breaks up with her. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Lawrence also finally gets a job because he was pretty much unemployed for a big chunk of their relationship, it sounds like. Georgetown graduate, an unemployed Georgetown graduate, waiting to launch an app. Mm -hmm. And just looking like a bum, just looking bummy. I mean, a bum, (laughs) season one. Really, he really was, yeah. Um, We see Molly out here dating Mm -hmm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. doing well at work. Um, She's Mm -hmm. dated all kinds of guys. There was one guy that she dated who revealed to her that he has slept with a man before so that was like a whole thing she got a blowjob from a man and she was like i could never yeah she was like so done with him all the girls were like mm. girl <laughs> what so Please, yeah i would i love just justice for jared jared from enterprise <laughs> i love jared that was the guy from enterprise that's right yeah enterprise guy yes. i think his name was jared but enterprise guy enterprise guy side note very fun fact that actor used to live with what I'll just say it, Kyla. 
back in high school, uh, oh, back in college, right. early days. That's right. yes. That's right. He was like, a, I met him like That's once. Right. He was like a actor slash comedian, whatever. And then he appeared on Insecure. I was like, oh shit, I met that guy before. Um, so anyways, mm-hmm. he, um, so yeah, she's dating all kinds of different guys, all kinds of different characters throughout mm-hmm. season one. Um, Issa encourages her to go to therapy because um, mm-hmm. Molly has... Molly finds an issue with everybody. Everybody at work, something's yep. wrong. Everybody, every guy she dates, yep. something's wrong. And it's mm-hmm. like, girl, you need mm-hmm. to go figure that out because maybe something's wrong with you. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so yeah, that was season one. Season two, Issa is done with Lawrence, or Lawrence is done with her, actually. And yeah. <laughs> she's back out dating. She's on, got a rotation. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, dating different guys, sleeping around, all that stuff. Um, Molly rekindles with Dro. Dro is like an old childhood friend, neighbor, or neighbor, or something. Yeah, who is childhood? Yeah, um, who's in an open marriage, and Molly gets caught up (laughs) in this entanglement. God, only Molly is entangled. Yeah, wife and husband are just fine. Just Molly's the only one entangled in her own web of emotion. Yeah, yeah. That, that was what was so infuriating right about Joe Dro is he's like mm-hmm. chilling. He's like yeah, because he is Polly. Because he's Polly. He's in his open relationship. Mm-hmm. He's got the past by his, yep. by his wife. Everything's Gucci, and he's just so mm-hmm. content and chill. And that is, I think, what infuriates Molly the most. Like she wants him so to be bad. you know emotional and a mess like she is, and mm-hmm. he's just not because that's the terms of his relationship. So he's like, I'm cool. Right. Oh my god. Um, and then, yeah, Molly, or not Molly, Lawrence and Issa, um, the, yeah, they're like officially done, done, done season two. She moves out mm-hmm. and we end mm-hmm. season two with her moving in to stay on Daniel's couch. Just choosing mess. Just choosing mess. <laughs> Demanding her friend go to therapy. Right. And then choosing mess. And then choosing mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. a mess so anyways we open up season three very classic insecure mm-hmm. open there's a great song playing yep. there's overhead shots mm-hmm. of la la just yeah. very uh quintessential insecure um and daniel is ramming some girl <laughs> you know and this is the 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 sound sounded very new sexy very porny mm-hmm. very like you Over know what the top, i mean it's like, loud for no reason girl yeah, i don't feel that right? good relax yeah. Yeah. it doesn't and like if it did would you make that no, noise probably not right. like i don't know <laughs> oh my god so yeah he is ramming some girl from all angles all positions it's mad loud all all over, all over the place, place. Yes. and that woman mm-hmm. is not Issa. Issa is on the couch, no, sure wide awake. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. yeah, just the fact that she's sleeping at his place is just wild. Just seeing her on the couch while Daniel's in the next room fucking somebody is just like, why did you choose this mess, Issa? Why are we here? <laughs> <laughs> this is a choice. What oh are we God. doing here? <gasps> so to escape the sex noises, Issa has taken up Uber and is mm-hmm. an Uber driver, which is hilarious mm-hmm. and very Issa. <laughs> <laughs> so funny that would be her side hustle that like, would what's the be. easiest way i can make mm-hmm. five dollars mm-hmm. <laughs> and get like crazy <laughs> stories out of it because her life is uh-huh. just just that um mm-hmm. so yeah so that's that's isa we see molly molly is we got banana clip by miguel playing she's on a beautiful beach somewhere yeah yeah she's looking fab um mm-hmm. she's living her best life at some random vacation bay 
And mm-hmm. I just love the juxtaposition of like Molly, just like rich and lavish, living her life. <laughs> driving an Uber. Like, like these this. two people are best friends. <laughs> like, Besties. What the How fuck? Does this happen? How? What? But this is adulthood, though. Yeah. Not everybody's in the same Not grade everybody. and exactly. running the same race. Exactly. We're all. All different. All different. Yeah. And Issa works at a nonprofit and Molly's exactly. a corporate lawyer. So it just, yeah. <laughs> it's just what it is. Um, so, yeah. So Issa, she picks up Molly from the airport and, mm-hmm. um, you know, they have a little catch up. Issa's talking about sleeping at Daniel's. Dro mm-hmm. is calling Molly. Um, mm-hmm. Molly claims she's on her no better, do better shit as Dro is like calling her on the phone. So. Calling her. <laughs> And still has keys. Yeah, exactly. So has keys to the place. Like they're both. God. Molly's not all buttoned up. She's a mess too, basically. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Now Daniel. Daniel is in the booth with Dawn from making the band a new whack. Yes, with yes, with Dawn Richard and her plastic pants, her plastic low pants, <laughs> making all this noise as she walks. <laughs> He's some new whack ass artist that he's working with. Yeah. Um, and did you, you know that guy in the booth or in the studio with Daniel? That's Issa's brother in real life. Oh my God, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I know, a little cameo throws your brother in. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he the only reason he's working with this whack ass artist is because she's cousins with some famous rapper named Spider. So he's trying to, you know, yeah. wiggle his way in. This is giving very local. Like Spider is only known on the West. Spider's like Tyga. <laughs> right. Like he's only on the <laughs> West. That's what it's giving. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So Issa comes home to Daniel's home and he's recording mm-hmm. um, and working on music. And, you know, they have a nice little friendly chat. And mm-hmm. Daniel kind of leans in like he's coming on to her. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, no, 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 no. Like we can't be doing that. And he's Daniel's just hella confused, and he literally asked, he's like, yeah. "Why are you here? Like, why are you staying right. with me? Like, of all people, oh what God. are we doing here?" He must feel so used. You, Daniel, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Especially when she says your place is close to my job, Issa. Right? <laughs> Excuse you. <laughs> you can leave. Because- <laughs> that would be my kid. Like, you can go, go to Molly's. I'm sure you got some other friend that's close to your job. Like, are you serious? Because oh season gosh. one, if we never forget, she called Daniel an itch she had to scratch. scratch. She she treats Daniel like garbage, yo. She really does. Like trash. Like trash. I mean, garbage, yeah. garbage, garbage. Mm-hmm. And he is fine. Oh, uh, so fine. Five foot seven and a half. <laughs> you think? I don't care. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, probably. But oh, I don't God. care. Yeah, he's I, fine. No, so. I, <laughs> fine. Fine. Um, so yeah, so Issa's just being messy, Daniel's getting caught up in it, mm-hmm. it's not cool. Now, Molly, meanwhile, is backing in with Dro. Dro's going down on her in the kitchen or whatever. Wow, she loves this moment <laughs> in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Molly lives for it. I think if she don't cook. So it's <laughs> love some kitchen there. sucks, right? <laughs> <laughs> and later we see them cuddling in bed together. Why are they snuggling? All snuggled up. And then mid-snuggle, his wife calls. He answers and says, nah, I'm still at Molly's. I'm still at Molly's. Yikes, yo. That's crazy. But she was like, oh, bet. I'm at John's. Yeah, right. Okay. See you later. later. You having breakfast there? No. (laughs) We don't have no eggs. (laughs) 
lord and molly just sat uh-huh. like molly's face is just like what the fuck is my life what she's like oh my god his wife she's still here yeah you are the you are the side chick again let's not mm-hmm. forget this you are the other woman yep, yep. and so molly she just kind of hops down she's like look i need boundaries like we are fucking and that's it like we can't do this in between cuddle shit making breakfast like that's it but girl, you was about to eat his pancakes that he was about to make after he fucked you in that kitchen last night right. and probably all night long. Right. Girl. She's confused too because she wants the she wants the boyfriend experience. She wants that's yeah, what she wants. She does. Molly doesn't want this fuck buddy yeah. shit. She wants a boyfriend. She wants a man. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's like the reminder when Drew's wife calls, like, this cannot be my man. He is somebody else's man. Yeah. So what am yep. I doing here? Mm-hmm. now molly she rides with isa isa now is uh conducting a party lift do you remember party lifts party <laughs> do you remember? sure don't what i absolutely thought she made this no. up i thought she formulated girl this. what you this. never stepped into a lift and they had lights and the music never. was blasting it was like oh party lift and they were like the person that was taking you to the bar or whatever the hell and it was like the perfect <laughs> like oh you you're all right you know what we're on the what we're about to do tonight and you are doing the same thing in your car love it yes you never did this <laughs> never. that was the most exciting part when you got a lift and the lights really? were going and the and i was like oh you want the same vibe as us let's do it yes i love it there are some things that will never come back after covid this is one of those things yeah i don't know this is never coming back. no because it was back when shared lifts too we were oh my God. Uber pool. people for pool nigga <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Uber pools. I hated doing Uber pool. I really I did. I really hated I it. Hated it. Oh One thing I hated: God. people were rude. So I'm sitting in the. I'm yeah, sitting in the Uber already. You come into the car. You don't say hi to nobody. You just come in. Oh, that's fine. That is rude. I don't care about no, that. that's crazy. One, you don't say hi to the I, driver, and then you don't say hi to me. You're yeah, just a rude, rude fucking person, and we're sitting in the same goddamn yeah. car together. You can say hello. <laughs> no, I hated that shit. <laughs> And you know, I'm not the most talkative, friendly person, but I can say hello. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? I got into an Uber once, and the guy was like, hand me the aux cord, and just got in the front and started playing EDM. He was on coke. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes. Mm-mm. Bam. Mm-mm. He had one of those, like, deals where they had, like, an Uber pass for, like, $75 a month. You could take Uber uh, all day, all night, and yeah. just take a shared Uber all night. Oh, God. Girl, he was in there. Unts, unts, unts. It was, like, Tuesday night. What? It was crazy. Crazy. See, yeah, that's why I could never, I could not drive Uber because you're going to pick up people like this. No. Yep. More regularly than not. <laughs> like people generally yeah, are nuts. Yeah. So you're mostly getting those yeah. people. <laughs> you know? And an Uber pool, yes. you're getting people who are trying to save a dime. So they're crazier. Exactly. <laughs> like, so they are even crazy. Even crazy. We from Party City once. Crazy. <laughs> crazy. Oh, God. No. Oh, my God. <sighs> So, so, yeah, Issa uh, and Molly, they're right around Issa's party lift. Party lift. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I love the moment. They pick up these two black girls who are like, yes, party lift. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We going downtown. And they have this mm-hmm. very quick moment showing one of the girls lotioning her feet. Did you see that? Oh, <laughs> no, I didn't catch. 
actually, that's such a good one. We do that. We do that. We do that. That's why that's yeah. yeah. I love Insecure. There are so many little Easter egg moments where it's like, don't y'all forget. Yep. This show's for y'all. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. <laughs> little moments like we lotion our feet. Why? Because our feet and our toes get ashy. So we put lotion. Be ashy. We ashy. We cream and lotion yeah. up our feet. And I just love, it was yes. a quick little glimpse. If you blinked, you missed it. But I was like, oh God, I love you, Issa. Just give me that little black girl moment. I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so yeah, God. they are riding around, picking up people. They mm-hmm. pick up a fine young man named Nathan. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot. Mm-hmm. This is how we met Nathan. He just was a person that yeah. Issa picked up in an Uber, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously very handsome and mm-hmm. um, there's, you know, a little vibe between them. He's not from L.A. He's got a little accent. He's got an yeah, accent. he's foreign. Mm-hmm. Right, he's foreigner. <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, not a local, mm-hmm. which is cool. And um, they, he's uber pooling, so they pick up this very large nigga who is Very crazy. large man. He has very particular tastes in Capri Sun. And but also boundless completely. in his approach. Yeah, completely. <laughs> Just Ooh. rolling a fucking joint in the bag, big ass blunt in the bag, mm-hmm. start smoking. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. him and Nathan uh-huh. start getting into it because mm-hmm. Nathan's trying to stand up for Issa, who doesn't want him smoking in her car, understandably. Mm-hmm. And this big ass dude and Nathan are like fighting in the backseat and Issa's Fighting. screaming yeah. like an idiot. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And they pull over and Nathan sprints away. So this little, you know, fine little man, just mystery. Now he's gone. Never to be seen. No, now he's gone. I hated those. Those are also moments in like single life. I know. Where you come across a fine ass nigga and then he just is gone Gone. and you never know where he Mm -hmm. went. He just left. Yeah. And you'd get sad because you're like, I'll never see see him again. again. Crazy time in, um, I think I was in Thailand. I, one crazy night, had a whole night, whatever, out drunk, whatever. I met mm. this guy and we had a whole little mm. moment. We like danced. I think we kissed mm. or whatever. And then something happened in the crowd. Like, I don't remember if there was some altercation or something, but we got like separated. Mm. And literally, mm. I was like, no, I'm never going to see this guy again. Scott. <laughs> Do you know I saw him again on another island like multiple days later? <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. I bumped into him again at another party, like multiple islands later, like multiple days later on a different island. And I was like, oh my God, it's you. And tried to make this whole dramatic thing. And he was like drunk and distracted. And then I was like, right, this is not a thing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But yeah, sad times. I do remember those moments. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, Issa goes home to Daniel's house, to her couch. Mm. And she confesses feelings for daniel and says Mm -hmm. the reason why she came to stay at his is because she knew that he'd be there for her Mm. and Mm. i knew you a simp right i knew i could use you for this couch (laughs) and you wasn't gonna say no god god so bad she's the worst worst. and she like admitted it outright i was like isa jesus And Daniel's obviously acting very salty and, mm-hmm. you know, upset about that. And she brings up like, well, you're fucking girls in front of me when you know we have history. So you also ain't innocent, which. Yeah. It's his house. So. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I hear you, Issa, but also no. Cut, no, not at all. Not at no. all. You aren't on his couch. This is his house. He could fuck whoever he wants to. So yes. yeah. Oh boy. Oh man. Um, and yeah, so they um, yeah, have a little you know confrontation or conversation, I guess, and then we mm-hmm. end up ending the episode. They seem to be back on friendly terms and kind of like speaking with each other. Um, Dro mm-hmm. and Molly. Molly goes home. We see Andro is in her motherfucking apartment. In the house, sitting there, chilling. Chilling. This is after. That's crazy. So scary. Yeah. Crazy. And this. I would go right back down to the doorman and be like, you let this nigga in here? What the fuck is this? He had a key. But this is just disrespectful because they already had a conversation about boundaries. And you pop up in my apartment, and he's first question was like, "So how was what's going on with you and Issa? Like how are things?" And it's like, "We are not oh friends. God. Stop. Drop your Mm-mm. pants. Hit the Mm-mm. sheets. That's what you're here for." <laughs> Enough. Like <laughs> he just like won't respect it at all. No, not at all. Mm-mm. Not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is just to show up like that, but to have a key is very boyfriendy. Why does he have a key? That's my question Why for Molly. Why does he have a key? Yeah, should have yeah. took that key back from before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah molly gets into it with him she asks for the key back he gets loud to her mm-hmm. she brings up his wife like she says something oh. about the wife and he like don't you talk about my he wife <laughs> he got real like i'm a husband well that's his boundary that's, yeah that's his boundary that's true that's his boundary don't talk about yeah, her that's true this ain't got nothing to do with her Mm-mm. yep so molly and Jero are finito done done now, moving into episode two, Issa mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. at work looking for an apartment. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, we got y'all, which is also one of the best oh written offices yes. I've ever seen. Yeah. Ever. This goes up there with the office like and Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. It is such a good office culture. The fact that it's called We, we got, got y'all, y'all, the logo with the white and. <laughs> with the black children. I can't. <laughs> the march mm-hmm. the boss and her tunics Ugh. and her chico's outfits mm-hmm. oh my god it's so on brand it's for nonprofits. Yeah. it's so good it's so <laughs> it good is. so Issa at her desk looking for an apartment which i just love just the mm-hmm. shit we would do at work the non-work work. that we would all that we all do at work blatantly <laughs> blatantly blatantly oh my god, god. full-on editing episodes at work both of us used to do that fully oh Fully. Fully. Any of you all listening to this who want to start a side hustle, get to work early so mm. that you look like you're doing something. This is what I used to do. Mm. I used to go to work at like eight o'clock in the morning, turn the lights on, be there before oh, the damn. CEO and be like, hey, guys, good morning. Da, da, da. Meanwhile, I was on Patreon the whole time <laughs> talking to y'all, <laughs> fucking looking at all of our analytics and shit. <laughs> I was doing all kinds of shit in there in the morning. They didn't know that. Nope. I thought I was just like trying so hard. Mm-hmm. You was working on your exit strategy is what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and you, I don't even know how you did this because you had, you're an open office space. I had an office. Sure was. So I could close my door yeah. and edit a full episode and pretend I was in meetings <laughs> yeah. or whatever the hell. You were in an open office and people in front of you, behind you, side to side. You was on GarageBand yeah. editing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. I was never. I was never. No, I just never slept. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Lauren. Oh, man. So, yeah, Issa, she's looking for an apartment and she texts Daniel because he's not come mm-hmm. home in like a few days. And she's like, hey, mm-hmm. all good. Are you alive? Like, what's mm-hmm. up? Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he just texts her back very plainly, like, yeah, I'm straight. So mm. they're back to being weird. <laughs> they're back on weird yeah. terms. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, now, Issa, again, she's in this weird ass workplace, this racist ass boss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I gotta get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social Mm. media just the over accessibility these devices create, this addiction to Instagram, mm-hmm. the distraction from everyday life and the people closest to me, it's been really stressing me out. I'm not even going to lie. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Content overload is very real and staring at everybody's highlight reels can be overwhelming mm. and can absolutely steal your joy and peace. Yeah. We carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively Therapy is a safe space to get those things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. You all know we're huge advocates of therapy. We talk about it all the time on this podcast. It's been tremendously beneficial throughout different stages of my life and areas where I've needed help from eating disorders to new relationships to my ever-changing relationship with my family. Therapy has really helped me to set boundaries and prioritize my self-care. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash 2BG1R today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H E lp.com slash 2bg1r allegedly leading this, this anti-racist weird. like we're <laughs> yeah, here to give back to the community but this woman yeah. is a full-on ignorant racist <laughs> so crazy <laughs> oh my god her white savior complex yeah, is, is so intense intense yo intense it's it's a lot yeah yeah, yeah. and poor Issa is like the only black face in this room full of well-meaning whites <laughs> And yeah. oh my god it's Ooh. just the worst um, yeah it's so typical yeah it's so typical of workplace yeah interactions mm-hmm. yeah yeah and she yeah finally asks her boss if they can hire some pocs because yeah her being the only one is like kind of a problem <laughs> they are in the business kind of, of embarrassing yeah helping black and brown youth and yeah. she's the only one mm-hmm. and she's like not in the field mm. anymore she got like taken off the field work last season yeah. for upsetting yeah. her boss for whatever way i don't know 
Mm-hmm. Now, Issa, again, she's looking for a new apartment. She's trying to get her coins together. She meets with Kelly, her mm-hmm. girlfriend. Aww, Love Kelly. I know. Love Kelly. Kelly's hilarious. She's also a like an accountant. Um, mm-hmm. So she's sitting with Issa going through her books and is, again, telling Issa that she's broke and irresponsible and you don't have money she- to do shit. <laughs> Tells Issa she's broke all, all the time. All, the whole series. <laughs> all the, all time. the time. <laughs> but Issa's buying groceries at Rite Aid. Like, what are we doing, Issa? <laughs> that's worse than... Bro- that's like, you really are mismanaging your yeah. money because Rite Aid marks those prices up. You should know. You should know not that. Not to ever... Be, uh, emergencies are for drugs. Period. Stores, not yes, like drugstores. Yeah, the bodega. <laughs> like, like very much emergencies. Yeah. You got to run. You got to get some real quick. People coming over. You need to get something. Uh-huh. She's full yep. on like yep. grocery shopping at Rite Aid. Like Issa, what are we doing? <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah. So Kelly's advice to her, which is wild, but is the best advice you can give mm-hmm. because Issa's money is not mm-hmm. adding up. Is I advise you to stay at Daniel's as long as you can because he's not having you pay mm-hmm. rent. And mm-hmm. you're also not giving him no ass. You're not giving him nothing. You just get to sleep on the yep. couch. Girl, you better stay there as long as you can. Stay there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which also, he's just so crazy. She's sleeping for free. Free 99 on the couch. She don't got to give him no ass. She don't got to do nothing. No deadline. No deadline. <laughs> nothing. Like, yeah, she's really nothing. getting over. He's now... Turned himself into a hobosexual out of his own house. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is this? This free. Crazy. Right. What kind of charity system you running at your apartment? Why? Why are you allowing <laughs> yourself to be used like this? <laughs> that's and that's what they really get into in episode three is his masculinity mm. of heart. Like he just never takes charge with her ever. Mm-hmm. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. He really lets her get on, get over on him. Yeah. Yeah, all the time. So, so yeah, Issa goes back and asks Daniel if she can stay a bit longer. And he mm-hmm. says you have a week because he has a new girl now. Mm-hmm. And the new girl's not really um, into Issa sleeping on the couch, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, later, we see Daniel is all set to go to, I just love the name of this place, Faye Dodo, <laughs> the nightclub. Faye Dodo. Faye Dodo. Faye Dodo. That's crazy. And the way it was spelled, it was like F-A-I-S-D-O-D-O-U-D-O-U-D-O-U or something like very overly French for no reason. It still sounds like I'm going to doo doo. I'm going to doo doo. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, he's all set to go to Fay Dodo, the nightclub, so where he's finally going to meet Spider, Mm -hmm. the rapper, and. Um, you know, present to him some of his music or tracks or whatever. And last minute, his plug drops out. Mm-hmm. And so he's all salty, like, mm-hmm. man, I'm going to go in there by myself, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Issa's like, whatever, I'll go with you. <clears throat> and, you know, mm-hmm. decides to do him a solid. So they show mm-hmm. up to the club. Of course, Daniel's name is not on the list. How embarrassing. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Of course not. <laughs> And they end up getting into the club because Issa sees an old friend from Issa. high school, Khalil, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. gets them in. Daniel, of course, is acting very proud and 
Because it's embarrassing. All of his masculinity <laughs> is snatched away by Isa. Isa of all people, Isa <laughs> of, of all people, the girl who can't get approved for an apartment. Right. Her credit, she's getting called broke by her own friend. Mm-hmm. She's sleeping on she your can't couch. Stay with her friends. <laughs> right. She's sleeping on your couch. <laughs> you have you have exited your own house on account mm-hmm. of this lady, and she is still running. You. Yeah, yeah. Even outside the club, yeah. that is so embarrassing embarrassing oh yeah so yeah he puts his pride aside and goes in with khalil who's Mm -hmm. getting them in Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and yeah Issa and daniel they definitely got vibes like Issa's at the bar getting a drink she's you know Mm -hmm. very casually talking to some weirdo and daniel's like watching out of the corner of his eye he's talking to some girls who are trying to buy weed off of him and Issa's watching him and Mm -hmm. so they're kind of like watching each other there's feelings there on both Mm -hmm. parts but neither one of them want to like acknowledge it because they've already tried that and it's a mess <laughs> so god Issa again encourages daniel let's go talk to spider like why are we standing mm-hmm. here in the cut he's right there let's go talk and so mm-hmm. she you know drags him over to talk to spider and spider's like kind of interested kind of not Mm-hmm. Like celebrity shit. Yeah, you know, it's also like, the okay, middle you know, of a friend. nightclub too. <laughs> like, that as well. This, yeah, that's weird. But I guess that's like, yeah, I guess that's how. I don't know how don't the, know. if that's how industry shit. How I don't know if that's how it goes down. We are podcasters and we do not know. <laughs> I, I send no an idea. email, right? Nigga. <laughs> I'm send a Calendly link. Right. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How this goes? Yeah. So, I so yeah, he's trying to do business with Spider, and then shots are fired in the club. Everybody goes running. So, oh my god, <laughs> Faye Dodo, Faye Dodo. So Issa and Daniel, they hit this little diner and Daniel is, again, very in his feelings, very salty about his career, comparing himself to Khalil, Mm -hmm. you know, saying Mm -hmm. Khalil got famous, I got good, like just Mm -hmm. very, Mm -hmm. um, just feeling discouraged, really. Like he couldn't get into the club. He couldn't do anything right tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I know. He couldn't get anything. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this person is also from Issa's past, I forget if Daniel's from high school or college. Mm -hmm. I don't know. These two people might know each other. Like Khalil and Daniel might know each other. And Khalil got further. Yes, that's what it is. I think they all know each other from high school. And oh, man. He's seen Khalil. Khalil has gone way further in his career and he mm-hmm. hasn't. Khalil got famous. I've been working on my craft or whatever the fuck. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he's, yeah, yeah, very in his feelings about that, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. And Issa was being very good, encouraging and trying to kind of humble him down and say, you know, Khalil, just reach out to him. Maybe he can help. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, just trying to build him up because. I think one, she didn't do a very good job at that with Lawrence, which I get it. Yeah. Lawrence, well, Lawrence kind of, yeah, the clock I was wouldn't ticking. either. I would, after a while, I wouldn't either with him. It's been a year. You need to get a job. I don't care what job. Like, let's get it together. N- right. Mm-hmm. We need a job. You went to Georgetown. Town. Ain't nobody waiting for whoop de whoop. The app. <laughs> right. Oh my God. Uh, oh. But I think subconsciously she's like trying to do better, trying to be more encouraging and definitely, you know, especially yeah. for these like um, creatives, people who are more creative. It's a hard, you know, trying to mm-hmm. sell your music or your mm-hmm. app or whatever. You need encouragement. So, um, yeah. And yeah. so, so, yeah, he appreciates that. And he he tells Issa that she can stay as long as she needs to and tells her he likes having her mm-hmm. around. 
So mm. Daniel, Daniel really likes Issa. This is not the first. This is like every episode. This is episode yep. two now. This is the second time where he's confessed feelings of some sort and is very clear with her. I like you. I like having you around. Mm-hmm. And Issa's mm-hmm. just very mm-hmm. aloof, like, la, la, la. Okay. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like, oh, glad I could help. Yeah. <laughs> girl, girl, what? <laughs> so annoying. Yes, she is. It really is. So oh they head home and they have this little moment where he's like massaging her neck and he tells her that she can sleep in his bed that? if she wants to because he knows the that couch is fucking her neck. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. You touch my neck like that, it's over. <laughs> that's what. That's how I am. <laughs> just no. Oh my god. Oh Never. god. Just sticky situation. Like Daniel. Now you're not helping yourself. <sighs> exactly. This Daniel. Your home. Your quote unquote home girl. You now either. Right. It's supposed to be your home girl sleeping on the couch. You're doing her a solid. Now she can sleep in your bed. This is not going to end well. Mm-hmm. Why are we sending each other? I up know like you this? rub it on her neck, mm-hmm. Negro. Like what? Yeah. Oh my god! But he likes her though. That's the thing. He does. He likes her. He does. He does. Yeah. 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 <sighs> so mm, you know what it is too. Yeah. He sees. He sees all the best in Issa. And yes, Issa has like a charm. There's like she a does. charming aspect Definitely. to her being so aloof. Definitely, and so self-serving at times and then she's still like a girl at a nonprofit who's like trying to do good by mm-hmm. everyone and like yeah. help everyone out yes like, it's true oh she has an, man yeah an innocence a charm to her everything mm-hmm. everything she does she's messy but it comes generally from a good place or just like yeah it's Issa, whatever mm-hmm. she gets away yeah. with a lot yeah. more than she probably should mm-hmm. um so so yeah daniel's kind of falling for that Okay, so going into episode three, we open and Issa and Daniel are making out in bed. He's going down on her. She's eating hot Cheetos. Oh. It's obviously I a dream sequence. So vividly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so we, what's not a dream is da- Issa is sleeping in Daniel's bed. And mm-hmm. it's platonic. They're not making out. She's clearly there specifically because her neck can't do the couch um and Mm -hmm. she obviously tells molly this molly disapproves because this is wild what are you doing in his bed girl it's time to leave the apartment the nerve it's time to go the nerve of molly the nerve of molly though (laughs) give me somewhere to stay molly you got but you can't you got a marry nigga in your house <sighs> God and their funny little back and forth banter about like some vase from five <laughs> years ago that <laughs> Issa definitely broke, but is saying she did it, it and probably still tight over it. I love that little scene. Oh my god. Um. Anyways, at work, Issa is out at a job fair with Frida. They're trying to recruit black people to join. We got y'all. Um, they do end up interviewing a new candidate, a black girl who's like trying to get the tea mm-hmm. from Issa. Like, how is it really here? Mm-hmm. What's it like working here? Issa's like, hum, 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 like doesn't know what to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then on the low, Issa applies for a job as a property manager at an apartment property complex. Property manager. Is this an L.A. thing? I would like to put an email call out. Is this an L.A. thing? Because I don't think you can yeah. walk around just 
and just be a property manager somewhere in New York. I don't think that's a thing. I don't know. I mean, they do have building supers. It's like this. I'm assuming it's like the same as a super superintendent. Definitely. Right. I think so. But that yes, goes to people. Said, can, can you use a plumber? That's what I'm saying. That so, usually goes I to people so, who have yeah. like skill sets <laughs> in like plumbing, electrician, like not ESA. <laughs> what is this? Yes. <laughs> Not yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's why I'm wondering, mm-hmm. and also because I guess in New York City there's so many fucking tenants, you can't have anybody who's inexperienced or without a team of people that they're gonna come with. We're gonna be a problem, right? Manager. A team, exactly. I am yeah. kind of low, low key property manager. You are, here for this building. yeah. You definitely <laughs> are. Yeah, you are. Yep. Yeah. Fully. Yep. I have mm-hmm. I have no skill sets, but if the if the electricians come or the exterminators coming like i'm the point of contact mm-hmm. shit goes left mm-hmm. it's usually me first point of contact and then i gotta connect <laughs> to the resources to roger repair guy i gotta call my mom do all this that and mm-hmm. um but yeah this this is a big job for Issa who don't know shit from fuck and this is like a nightmare because this is like mad tenants it's not like a little brownstone with cute four little tenants right <laughs> yeah 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 um, but yeah, she's looking for a new spot. The job comes with an apartment and, you know, obviously some money. So now Daniel, Daniel meets up with Khalil. So he humbles himself. He called up mm-hmm. Khalil. Um, he's working with Khalil. They're mm-hmm. trying to prep, prep some tracks for Spider. And Khalil, who's worked with Spider before, is like kind of giving him some tips and kind of changed up his whole flow, his whole track, which Daniel didn't like. Yes. Daniel yeah. is also, he's another one so sensitive, Daniel. Mm-hmm. Can't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. know if he does, I guess he does music full time and he can still afford to pay his rent, which is, I think, an amazing thing. Not many people. Yeah. Can no, no. Um, but yeah, very, he's an artiste, you know, he's very sensitive about his work. So he's sensitive um, about his shit. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Khalil's just trying to help and is like, look, you really want to get in with Spider? It's got to mm-hmm. sound a little bit more like this. And, you know, you just got to take the pointers and just kind of wedge your way in there. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so, yeah, he's got that going on with his job. Issa tells Daniel that she got this property management job. Um, and he's like, you know, you're more than happy to stay. Like, you can keep staying at the house if you want to. You don't have to leave. And mm-hmm. basically begging her to stay. He really likes having her around. So he's just, like, in a pickle trying to figure out what to do now. Mm. Meanwhile, Molly starts a new job at a black law firm. At a black law firm? How exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. Um, we meet Torian. Her mm-hmm. future husband. Her to be husband. <laughs> oh her my god, husband, this was yo. wild watching so him be so obnoxious and terrible. Uh, and that was her husband. Sucked. That was her husband. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, she's got this new job, new black law firm. She's so excited. She's getting out of like corporate law with all the whites and everybody mm-hmm. disrespecting her and this and the third. Um, but now at this new mm-hmm. law firm, things aren't like her old place. You know, they don't use DocuSign. Mm-hmm. They don't have a storage facility. Molly's just uh-huh. used to these different amenities and is complaining, complaining, complaining. And is at happy hour with the girls, with Tiffany and Kelly and Issa. And 
just yeah. so, she sounds just very bougie and is like this place is not good enough like she my old term did terrible. this terrible 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 um, and i think and yeah this have- is why people were so so team isa all the time because people attacked molly a lot when this show was on people hated molly a lot Mm -hmm. and i think it's because isa had so much had all the relatability and molly had none like Mm -hmm. i know way more i think molly's yeah I don't not know Molly's though because Molly for instance at this happy hour they have this conversation about just like the standards that we hold black businesses to and how we're often mm-hmm. harder mm-hmm. on each other and um they very brief conversation about just like how we're conditioned not to trust each other as black people and yeah. uh, Kelly made a joke how even her accountant is white like she don't even trust her own people and she's the accountant herself <laughs> <laughs> And I think that is a real thing. I think Molly, you know, mm-hmm. she was very annoying with it, very brash about it. Like they don't have this, like just sounding like very bougie bitter. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I don't not know people like Molly on the low who are like, eh, I'm going to go get my services done over here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I but I get it. Issa's so. way more relatable yes. for sure. Issa has all the relatability. I think they mm-hmm. they did this on purpose to make the for character development for a twenty eight minute show. Mm-hmm. They just mm-hmm. gave Issa everything and Molly nothing. But I just think it's <laughs> interesting um, looking yeah. back at it now. I'm like, oh well, yeah. Uh, but that's Molly. There's pieces of everybody in in the show. Yeah, that's Molly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Molly's the you know little bougie one. That's her from episode one. So this kind of tracks. Makes sense um Mm -hmm. but but yeah so she's you know trying to get used to this new place and things not being like how her old job was um at happy hour Issa is also floating around the idea of staying longer at daniel's potentially not taking this job Mm -hmm. and staying at daniel's Mm -hmm. which is crazy and they all tell her that that this is nuts Mm -hmm. what are you doing Mm -hmm. now Daniel finally has his meeting with Spider and Spider's not really into the version of the track that Daniel made. Um, Mm -hmm. And Khalil plays like a different version of it and he's like more into it. And so Daniel's obviously very discouraged. His, you know, craft is not checking out. It's at this point, like you got to like, Oh my God. If it's not selling, and you're trying to break into this business and it's not hitting, you got to start to take pointers. Not saying change up your whole flow and change up your whole mission or whatever, but you want to get your pinky toe Mm -hmm. into the room, right? You want to wedge your little toe into the door. Exactly. And If I was him, if I was Daniel, I would be making that selling sunset music all day and all night. Here we are. (laughs) Let's go together. And just do that <laughs> with them little beats that you think nobody understands you and you're just so prolific mm-hmm. and you got this jazz flute from this rock band in Iceland and da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Then make this stupid ass <laughs> little music and at least make some money for it. God damn, Daniel. Come on now. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And that's what Easton was kind of saying was like, use this as an opportunity to kind of like bust into the space. And then once you're in, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to, mm-hmm. he sees it as selling out or selling his soul and doesn't want anything about it. 
So, um, so yeah, the meeting with Spider doesn't go very well. And later, um, he's meeting up with Issa. He's still very salty from the whole meeting with Spider. And on top of that, Issa tells him that she got this property management job and she's going to be moving out. So he's yep. not expecting that. So it's just like one blow after another mm-hmm. and super in his feelings, super stank and doesn't, you know, he's just trying to be very encouraging and like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the meeting mm-hmm. to go well, but maybe, you know, call Khalil and try again and this and the third. Mm-hmm. And he just like doesn't want to hear it and then gets kind of mean and is like, it's so mean to her personal, personal. Her. Yeah. 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 Like, who are you to be given out, you know, career advice career or whatever advice. the hell. It's like, Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah. So later that night in bed, which is so crazy mm. that there's like two friends, just like friends, quote unquote, sleeping in bed together. Ridiculous. The worst. No. And he apologizes because um, he knows that was mean. And mm-hmm. they make out, and it's this like mm-hmm. beautifully lit scene. Mm-hmm. They both look like blue black in the moonlight yes i fucking love it yes yep mm-hmm. yep and he starts going down on her and then she f- kind of like comes to and is like we can't be doing this <laughs> yeah yeah this, this doesn't feel fantasy right. all along and mm-hmm. she cannot <laughs> live it because you know she's playing with this man exactly this man's life she knows she knows how he feels about her she doesn't feel the same she knows this is a mess we can't be doing this mm-hmm he also is like, what am I doing? She can't. Oh she doesn't want me. Why am I doing this? To right. <laughs> um, so yeah, episode four opens and Daniel is helping Issa move into her new property manager apartment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's out and he like passes Molly on the yeah. way out. And Molly can't stand Daniel. She was like, bah. Like, that's the other part about Molly that I really don't like Uh, how illogical she gets because she knows her friend is crazy. Like, mm -hmm. you shouldn't be this mad at Daniel. Right. Right. (laughs) She's very, Molly's very judgmental. That's just Mm, Molly. Very judgmental. And then, like, you know, Issa is in the wrong. This is a mess. Issa cheated on Lawrence with Daniel. Like, you know, it's more complicated than this. And, Daniel's not just right. out here fucking around with Issa. If anything, Issa's right. fucking around with Daniel and you should be able to with see Daniel. that clearly <laughs> too. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah, like you, I, girl, she was staying at his place. He's right. going back to his house. Yeah, right. He's going like, oh my God. And he did her a solid by allowing her oh, to sleep right. there. So. Yep. And getting her out of your apartment, girls. It's, you don't right. want her there so bad. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's another thing, Molly. You have so much to say about Issa sleeping mm-hmm. at Daniels, but you're not offering your couch. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is comfortable. I'm sure it's a, I'm nice, sure. a nice article couch. I'm mm-hmm. sure it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So anyways, Issa, she's unpacking. She finds her old like high school rap journal. Mm-hmm. She was already going to get a taste of this property manager life when Trina, yeah. the neighbor, comes con- <laughs> complaining yeah. about the squirrels, the alleged squirrels in the walls. In the walls. Oh, God. In her brain. Oh, (laughs) Trina. Oh, no. I love this era, too. Issa's the property manager and the the slew of characters that come with with this new apartment complex. Love this. Yeah. Now. It's such a smart, thin job. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So Issa now, um, she's back at work. Same old same. She out mm-hmm. on her lunch break at the little taco spot runs into Nathan from the Uber. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's still, you know, he's still cute. He's still clowning mm-hmm. her about LA and all of this. Yep. And they have this kind of impromptu little magical day. A little love letter to LA for the show, mm-hmm, which I mm-hmm, loved. Mm-hmm. And a love letter to neighborhood in LA. I'm sure it's uh Englewood yes. or something like that. They were in, I wrote it down, late oh. Laymart Park. I think oh, Lamont Park. Yeah. Lamar yeah. Park. Uh-huh. Um, I've heard that said. That's yes. the only reason why I know it. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Just like a black neighborhood. Um in LA mm-hmm. and she's kind of showing him different sites, her favorite spots. And gotcha. she is fully on her lunch break, like <laughs> now kind of just impromptu playing hooky. Cruising in LA. Just yeah. cruising LA, ignoring texts from Frida mm-hmm. and just leaning into this, what this little magical moment, the guy from Uber appeared. Yeah. What are we going to do? Which I don't blame her. I wouldn't, I'm not going back to work either. I never thought I'd see this dude again. Absolutely and now he's here. Not. Girl, exactly. We're having a day. We're having a whole day. Here yes. I am. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God. So, so yeah, they're walking, they're talking, they're playing mm-hmm. truth or dare. She's very open and honest with him it's like it's mm-hmm. kind of like that whole um you'll tell your whole life to a stranger type yes of yeah 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 which i love mm-hmm. we see her tell him very quickly about her five-year relationship with lawrence and how mm-hmm. she cheated on him mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like fully gave him the full truth we see her we see them go to visit her old childhood home mm-hmm. um which is a nice big house in the suburbs mm-hmm. and She's talking to him about her parents getting divorced when she was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. We get to learn a lot about Issa. Yeah. Um, right. Through this conversation with this like stranger person who we mm-hmm. don't even know as the mm-hmm. viewers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, we see them sneak into the backyard of her childhood home and they go skinny dipping in the pool. Crazy. So like crazy. Anybody's home. I know. So I have. Okay. So I kind of did something like this when I was a kid, not skinny dipping, but <laughs> the house oh. next door has a pool and there was a uh-huh. period of time where um, no one was living there because it was sold. Oh. And me and my cousin, we kind of snuck in. <laughs> you <laughs> did it. <laughs> you my, Why I, am I shocked? <laughs> like fully trespassing on the bank's property. <laughs> and... <laughs> I think my dad caught us. My no, dad or my no. mom. We got in so much trouble because it's like we're the one you black did. black family in the neighborhood. Oh, like that's yeah. imagine. Yeah. Like my dad was pissed, like big mad, big mad. Yeah. <laughs> we were just in the back and splashing in the pool, like just living our best life. <laughs> oh god. And like told like we clearly did it because my parents were at home, but I don't, we must've been right. over there for hours, like lost track of time. We were just splashing must've around, been. having fun. Yep. And yeah. So yeah, that just brought back that memory. <laughs> yeah. I guess it can. You, you get swept up when you're in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. home. <laughs> no one's home. Whatever. <laughs> oh my God. And so, so yeah, Issa and Nathan are having this little whimsical day. They're skinny dipping in the pool. The the home's owners come home. It's like a little mm-hmm. white couple and they have to like run out. 
Um, and yeah, she tells him that she raps. This is the first mm-hmm. time we ever hear her talking about rapping outside yeah. of the bathroom and outside <laughs> of talking to the mirror. So yeah, and the that's... performance from season one, I right? That's true. Broken so we... pussy, broken pussy, <laughs> her and Molly. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, her she was just very open and honest and just kind of mm-hmm. really let herself out um with this new nathan character Mm -hmm. um so we see them go back to her place and they're eating tacos and Mm -hmm. you know obviously one thing leads to another Mm -hmm. and they start making out and i i like nathan i remember watching this episode i was like i love this new guy (laughs) i loved him first of all i loved i in all, all the times i've been to la i never seen no light-skinned man with no dark-skinned woman never so just Mm. seeing this in la is great seeing black Mm. love in la is great because la is known for not for being tough on black women as far as dating goes it's like a thing Mm. shout out to anwar he confirmed it for us it's Mm. a thing it is oh he did talk about that yeah not easy out there and i Mm -hmm. noticed that i noticed that there Mm. was no just black people paired up with each other there was just Mm. a lot of interracial couples interracial like black men with white women black men with white women women for sure i don't remember seeing an abundance of black women with white men Mm -hmm. but i remember seeing an abundance of black men with non-black women i was Mm. like wow i don't see nobody Mm. like this is wild i don't see nobody Mm. not in the Mm. mall i've been to the mall i've been to here the cheesecake factory like all over the place (laughs) all over la just all over the world like (laughs) west hollywood uh pasadena here there and like Mm -hmm. never saw never saw a black couple it's so weird Mm. but Mm. la's weird though la like it's Mm. a thing la's Mm -hmm. weird Mm, yeah um, hmm. so i love that insecure brought this to the forefront of yeah. seeing this especially with a light-skinned man i feel like that's a thing out there still it's not okay. a thing here but i feel mm. like it's a thing out there still so i love mm. that they they actually had that out especially even with kelly and everything it's a whole thing with the mm. on the show yeah email two black girls one rose at gmail.com yes. email call outs about yes um yeah i remember when nathan's characters introduced he was the first i think light-skinned man honestly because yeah. uh-huh. we had jay ellis we had daniel's character both dark-skinned yes. black guys then we have this very light-skinned guy with pretty eyes on the show mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um yeah just like your, what were your thoughts on nathan and then mm-hmm. yeah the whole if you live in la or mm-hmm. um used to live in la or whatever just like the um the what am i trying to say the the landscape maybe the landscape the dating dating landscape landscape yeah among the blacks and black women and you know the idea of like light-skinned black men dating the dark women is this something you see is this just one insecure like we'd love to know more email us please Mm -hmm. um so yeah so yeah nathan brand new he's new we love it i love this little Mm -hmm. episode how he's Mm -hmm. introduced and how we see this new side of Issa and daniel's kind of like old news now kind of kicked to the curb Mm -hmm. and now it's like fresh fresh job fresh apartment fresh guy like loving this Mm -hmm. um now molly meanwhile is in therapy and she's with a historical figure this is this therapist (laughs) she was another icon Mm -hmm. therapist on on tv 
and she's with her black woman therapist and she mm-hmm. is complaining about her job mm-hmm. and talking mm-hmm. about how she's not shining and she feels like she's starting all over again and she wasn't expecting this from this mm-hmm. new black law firm and mm-hmm. um just as you said earlier like just wasting time like why are we paying for therapy to complain about things that you can talk about with your friends what's going on with Dro? <laughs> what the hell is that exactly exactly because <laughs> the therapist said who's draw which is insane <laughs> right <laughs> oh my this God. is how i picture and i think sometimes you have to know which therapist to go to and i think in this particular instance i don't molly necessarily needed if she's talking about work specifically i don't mm-hmm. know if she needed a black woman therapist mm-hmm I think she she wanted to talk to somebody and she was like, yeah, that's how it is, girl. I feel like she wanted somebody like that. And mm. I don't think Molly needs that. Mm. I don't I think she has enough of that with her friends. With her I don't friends. think she needs that. I think she needs somebody who's going to whip her into shape in a way that is incredibly bipartisan. And like they mm-hmm. have no relation to anything. Very mm-hmm. um Someone who's going to get like really, really deep into her brain and be like, well, you actually don't think you are enough. And that's why you're trying to get outside validation, like some shit like that. You know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm, And not mm -hmm. trying to play into her like distracting bullshit of like, well, I know what I'm worth and they just don't know what they're worth. They don't even have didn't know what they got. And then then she's like, so you're fucking a married guy? Like what? Yeah. Can we talk about that? (laughs) God, I think the therapist gave her gave her good job advice though she told her like you need to start being more of a team player like stop being so caught up in the foolishness of the office and the docu-sign and they don't have this and that and just like focus on being a team player and get out Mm -hmm. of this molly's very competitive too and i think she came from a very corporate law i imagine Mm -hmm. it's like a very doggy dog world it's probably very white Mm -hmm. i mean we saw in season one and two it's very white male dominated so she's been she's needed to for survival claw her way yeah but it's like you don't you don't need to act operate like that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just, you can also just be a team player, especially right. now you're in a black law firm where you um, mm-hmm. should hopefully feel a little bit more comfortable. And everybody there has been very nice. I mean, Torian's mm-hmm. a little bit extra, but everyone's been very nice to you and open. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so yeah, she yeah. advises her point. to be more a team player. And so Molly leans into that, but she almost like overdoes it because now she's yeah. like trying to be a team player with the girls and then trying to be a team player with Torian. Mm-hmm. And now it's like getting caught up in the middle of all this. So mm-hmm. um, and then yeah, we end the episode with Issa just up and quitting her job and just yep. walks out. Yep. And it's done with We Got Y'all. I love, I did not do this, um, Mm -hmm. but this is an iconic way to quit your Mm -hmm. job and just be like, actually, all my stuff is packed. Right. I'm gone. Without me. Yeah. Today's my last day. That is great. I love Love that for her. Mm -hmm. And that was the episode. That was it. That was it, it. Yes. So we covered a lot of bases. We've got a lot of men's, a lot of relationship mm-hmm. stuff went down this episode or these four episodes. Mm-hmm. Just seeing what did we learn? What did Issa Rae teach us? Yeah. Oh my God, so much. But <laughs> I think um, as far as the masculinity and femininity between Daniel and Issa, I think they're so mismatched and they bring out the worst parts of each other in in terms of like their stereotypical masculinity and femininity which sucks i think isa can't 
fall back and be soft with Daniel. I think she always feels like she has to take control with this man. Mm-hmm. And then Daniel can't wrangle Issa. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like having a very hard time tapping in mm-hmm. to um, his best self mm-hmm. when he's with her, um, which is quite interesting to watch. But I think at the very end of their conversation on episode three, it just realized that they can't even be friends. Like mm. they can't even step into each other and be like, you know what? A black woman's giving me this advice and she means the best. And she works mm-hmm. in a nonprofit. She's going to tell me to work for free. Mm-hmm. Or like, <laughs> okay, he's in a music industry. He's sensitive about his shit. And maybe he doesn't want to hear that right now. They yeah. can't hear each other in that way. Mm. Um, yeah, that's true. And then as far as Molly goes, I just think that Molly needs a perspective, not necessarily on her therapist but maybe on therapy in general that it's not a venting session yes this is a place to go when you're gonna have homework and she's gonna tell you about yourself yeah and it's gonna be really hard every Mm -hmm. week Mm -hmm. um and she went into it thinking oh this is my auntie finally oh yes someone else another audience member fantastic Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. my performance and that's Mm -hmm. not it yeah I think that's a really good point. I think, I think people, um, yeah, just like misuse therapy mm-hmm. in, a, in that way, mm-hmm. right? Get mm-hmm. to pay to just like talk at somebody and vent at them when mm-hmm. therapy is mm-hmm. supposed to be productive. You're supposed mm-hmm. to walk away with takeaways and homework and things to think about. And mm-hmm. you're not just paying whatever copay, whatever, every week to just talk mm-hmm. at somebody. You should be leaving there with some type of productivity yep um yep. so seeing how it's playing out for molly and as a viewer you're like wow she's wasting her time when the when the therapist says she who's drove that's crazy <laughs> yeah that's crazy that's crazy that's oh what you should God. be in the chair talking about molly yes. not talking about tori and your new job so i think that's definitely a big yes. learning lesson for anybody in therapy or going to therapy your first time, like you need to be going in there with goals and Mm -hmm. um, like set things that you want to proactively work through. That Mm -hmm. is the purpose Mm -hmm. of it. It's supposed to be work. It's supposed to be kind of hard work. It's not so easy. It's yeah. supposed to be the hardest work you'll ever do in your it's life. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> not supposed to be easy breeze. It's not happy hour with your girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. So that's definitely, yeah, something to learn. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, mm-hmm. friend? What, what did Issa teach you? This yes. Um, okay. So back to my questions from above. So Molly and Dro, this whole, can you be friends with a fuck buddy situation? Mm-hmm. We have Dro trying to, you know, keep it light and be friendly. And Molly's like, I can't do this. I I'm with Molly. I think the whole point of a fuck buddy is to fuck period point blank full stop. (laughs) Yeah. They were doing couple shit, snuggling and shit. Snuggling. Sleeping over. No, right. No, no. anything beyond just fucking is just gonna, is just asking for trouble and for Mm -hmm. potential messiness. Mm -hmm. And I think when emotions are, when emotions are brought in and it's not just we're fucking just purely sexual purposes we're using each other we're two feral beings just trying mm-hmm. to get off mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um then you're going to run into mess and it's probably not gonna end well yeah. it usually yeah. probably ends with people like well fuck you too and i'm done with you like it's <laughs> not gonna end well you know <laughs> and i'm not speaking from experience i've never had a fuck buddy this is purely mm-hmm. just going off of molly and jero and just their experience <laughs> and watching that uh, mm-hmm. email to black girls one rose at yeah. if you disagree do you think you can yeah. be friends with a fuck buddy yeah. um have you been friends with a fuck buddy and it's mm-hmm. ended well mm-hmm. um please i would love to know but i think 
from what I see from them, it's no fuck buddies are for fucking nasty. Yeah. Unless I think, unless they were both married in both open marriages. Right. That would work. Yes. Yeah. 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 Or if Molly, yeah. If Molly, even if, if Molly was open to polyamory, like she's a single person out here, she wants to find a polyamorous relationship or something, Mm -hmm. but she Mm kind of got swept up in it unknowingly and then was trying to go with it. And she actually doesn't Mm -hmm. want anything to do with this. And is trying to pretend like she doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) So, but please email us if you disagree. I would Mm -hmm. love to hear some experiences Mm -hmm. of uh, fuck buddy situations that have gone well and have been friendly and amicable. I would love to know how that works. Yes. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then my second question around um like why this is more related to to Issa and Daniel, like why we keep mm-hmm. exes around, like why is it why don't we cut off exes? Some people do a very good job mm-hmm. just kind of like cutting it off. I'm done, you're dead to me. Um, but it's it's hard for a lot of people. And um mm-hmm. what I feel like I've learned through watching uh Issa and Daniel is it's it's hard to dead someone who's not dead you know like it's hard to move on from someone who is walking around on earth and you know that they're that's alive the, and well and walking around that's the right yes. yeah damn yeah <laughs> that's what we're that, supposed to do when you break up with somebody you're supposed yeah, to treat them um, like they're dead but it's hard to dead somebody who's literally not dead like they're walking around right, on earth yeah. and I, they're a phone call away technically yeah. They're an Instagram story mm-hmm. away, you know? So that's very, oh. very hard. And that's why a lot of us yeah. end up in mess a mm-hmm. lot of the times because that is very hard mm-hmm. to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's also a comfort thing. I mean, we see it with Issa. She, yeah. after Lawrence and being down and out and leaving the apartment, like she needed comfort and she wanted a little mm-hmm. bit of stability and somebody who's mm-hmm. like, Daniel's very even keel and has always mm-hmm. been there for her and it was safe it was like a safety net yeah. like the ultimate safety net mm-hmm. um and when you're down and out most times you just want familiarity you want comfort you want warm and fuzzy yeah, yeah. um and you know they have that saying what's that saying like the best way to get over an ex is to get under is to get under a new someone new body, yeah dick right yeah, get best way to get over old dick is to get new dick or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, which yeah, to some extent, I definitely hear that. But there is there is definitely and obviously something very satisfying and comfortable about going back to old dick. Definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think particularly with breakups, breakups are scary because it's like a new frontier. Now you have to, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the biggest change. Now you have to like launch into this new lease on life that you mm-hmm. sometimes didn't even want. Like you didn't, maybe you didn't want to break up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's something comfortable about an ex and just going back to what you know, even when you know it's not good for you, it just feels fuzzy yeah. and warm. Yeah, <laughs> until it doesn't. I think until it's not. <laughs> like the way Daniel oh. insults Issa is that yeah. of somebody who's known her for 15 years. Right. You know? Yes. Yes. So it's like yeah. warm and fuzzy and great until it like definitely is, is a dagger yeah. actually in your <laughs> spine. <Like>. Right. <laughs> exactly. And then, mm. yeah, going back to X is usually not the move. 
but Mm-mm. there's an understanding there's understanding to it and it, mm-hmm. there is a reason why so many of us go back to an ex it's hard mm-hmm. it's hard mm-hmm. to dead somebody who is not dead that's really hard to yeah. do that's the merch girl that's the, that merch. the merch that's a good one right it's hard to dead somebody <laughs> who's not a good dead. one that's like, a good one <laughs> Ah, uh, Jody, add that for the quotes. We gotta put that somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. But um, but yeah, this was fun, friend. I'm excited for next episode. We dive into so the Coachella yes, and the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a couple email call-outs. Email us two black girls one rose at gmail.com. Yes. Um, join us on mm-hmm. Patreon for all the extra fun bonus stuff this week. Um, Patreon.com slash two black girls, one rose. Um, and yeah, let us know what you're thinking about this insecure rewatch. If yes. you're into it, yes. if we do other seasons. Let us know. Um, yes. Yeah. And then also a little throwback. We did recap episode. We did recap season four many years it ago was season four yes okay. i yeah. went back to look at it um which i think the teasers little mini episodes are up on the public feed and the full yeah. thing is on patreon mm-hmm. um but if you yeah if you want to skip ahead and go listen to our thoughts in season four and we do that episode by episode i think i think or i think mm-hmm. we do two episodes at a time so mm-hmm. check that out patreon.com slash two back girls one rose and mm-hmm. yeah this was fun friend i love so this oh, god man. This is like not, no. <laughs> you don't have to put a gun to my head to watch an insecure. I'll watch Honestly. that over and over all day long. <laughs> okay, I would do another version of the same episode we just did. Right. With new thoughts. <laughs> new thoughts. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Sure will. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.